get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 203 of the most racist podcast in America. The What <laughs> Up, right. Though podcast. What? Power! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, welcome back to episode 203 of the What Up, Though podcast. And we started off that because... Uh, Possibly our last episode. Who knows? Yeah, we, we might get shut down for being racist. <laughs> um, so, tomorrow, which is today... Did you wear that you shirt guys, on purpose? Knowing that we're going to talk about us being racist? I didn't, but, you know, it's kind of fitting. Uh, so I got this shirt. This, um, I forget the company. Um, I'll make sure I shout them out on Twitter uh, on our page. But I got to get me one. They made these these shirts that are... Uh, so it's, it's the Cleveland Indians, like, logo. But instead of uh, the Indians or Cleveland, it says the Caucasians. And um, it has a instead of like a, a Indian like the, their logo is just like a white dude with like is money, he wearing some kind of hat or something? It's like a money sign <laughs> over his head or some shit. Yeah, nah, it just so happened I just grabbed a shirt when I was changing clothes after I got off work. But yeah, it's fitting. Um, yeah, the Caucasians are running wild. Um, wow. <laughs> so last well last week Friday. Uh, we were set to do this joint podcast with uh, Delvin Cox, uh, the Delvin Cox Experience. And it was pretty much me and Mike kind of talking with Delvin and the guys from the Bearded Idiots podcast. Kind of like uh, those, I, I, I guess you would categorize them as more more gun supporters than we are, I guess. Well, how do you, <laughs> like, how do you, how would you categorize? That's a little lightweight. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was kind of with the podcast, but they were having some technical difficulties. So me and Mike and Delvin decided to just record. And it well, was, well, pause, pause briefly. A little backstory if y'all didn't listen to it before, but we were on Delvin's podcast a little while back when he was doing this uh, series on, um, on race. And we were on there with the bearded idiots, and we had a great conversation. It was um, I was telling somebody earlier that the podcast we did with Delvin was one of my probably one of my favorite podcasts that I've ever been involved in. Like, I mean, we've done two hundred two episodes, and I mean, obviously, I have favorites of our own show. But as far as like stuff that I've just been involved in, like including some of our episodes, like that episode that we did with Delvin was one of my favorites, and I thought that. Um, we had a great conversation with them, so I was looking forward to talking with them again in the light of the, the Dayton shooting and the and El Paso shooting. Yeah. So, yeah, so, but they were having some technical difficulties, so uh, we kind of put that on a back burner. We were going to get to that at some point. So we said, fuck it, let's just record anyway. Um, and me, Mike, and Delvin, you know, had a pretty, pretty decent discussion. Um, Another understatement. I think uh, we had a great discussion. No, it was awesome. No, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to downplay it by any means. Um, and Delvin kind of, you know, he said he had uh, tweeted today and was kind of, um, I forget. He said something to the. What he he said was, what I liked about the episode is that in uh, 45 minutes of it, it, it was the Delvin Cox experience, and then it immediately changed to the What Up Though podcast. So. <laughs> I didn't see that tweet. Yeah, yeah. So he, 
you know, he, he went through his format. You know, he has, you know, certain questions he asks all his guests. So we went through that. Um, and then we kind of just. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, this is not cut out for the zombie yeah, apocalypse. I, yeah, I am not. <laughs> if y'all want to see how, if you want to see yeah, how, see listen how, to the episode. How I'm going to die first uh, in the zombie apocalypse. Definitely check out the episode. Uh, so we went through his format in the beginning and then. You know, we kind of cut through, you know, kind of stuff we really wanted to talk about on the pot, on that episode anyway, you know, as far as gun, lack of control, and things are like that. So, you about to say things of that nature, and yeah, was like, yeah. oh, I can't hit him with my catchphrase. So, I, I started listening <laughs> to the podcast, and I didn't get through it, uh, and I realized I say a few, like, annoying-ass things. I say, um, a lot, and things of that nature a lot, so, and you, on the other hand, you know... uh how much did you listen to? I skimmed, but I listened to most of the, the beginning part, like okay. before our like ranting and shit. Okay. Uh, so I was skimming through it, listening to dis- different parts. And, you know, on the other hand, you speak way better than I do. And I was listening to your parts, and I was like, God damn it, I really sound horrible. And I was like, how often <laughs> do I really sound that bad? And probably 200 episodes of really umming <laughs> and things of that nature and and shit. So, <laughs> Things of that nature. Like, <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying to make a, a, a decent effort as a to not sound so uh, weird weird and shit. I mean, I, I at this point, I have a lot of experience speaking in front of speaking in front of groups. And I've had um, I've had a lot of feedback on some of my foibles like i've said i say like a lot i know that um i try to cut back on it but it happens i have a lot of experience with it though so i'm a little bit more accustomed and then also most of the time when we do in our podcast by the time we start i'm already like at least tipsy and with both times we did delvin's episode i was drinking but i never felt like i was uh I never got beyond tipsy because like if when we start tipsy, by the time we're like an hour in, I'm kind of faded, but like yeah. I never really got beyond I, tipsy. I definitely got tipsy uh, Friday. I should I have never. gotten tipsy, but I think it's because like my body is so used to crown apple that when I drink that, it's almost like my body is saying, yeah, you're, you're just drinking water. You're good. So I can drink that and I'm pretty, pretty okay. Yeah. And I felt like I can feel it. I can feel when I'm having a good episode, because like the the last episode two hundred two was that, that's the one where uh, monotone was here and, and yeah, shit. Monotone, yeah, Jeff. like they did all the they did all the talking during the part that I wanted to do the most talking on, but it was because like one they were you know dropping great points and you know saying great stuff, and then two I was already too far gone, and. <laughs> The Friday, so that's kind of what made I think me feel even better about my quote unquote performance during the during Delvin's episode because I was feeling all right and I came into it with the purpose of make sure you touch on the points you want to touch on, try to be articulate, don't be out here, you know, wasted on the damn podcast, and which. I mean, the, I was at home, so I had every reason to be <laughs> wasted on that podcast if I right, wanted to. Right, right. But nope, I didn't. Having to drive none of that shit. Yeah, I I realized I had got through maybe a third of that Buffalo Trace bottle. And I was like, shit. <laughs> but then I just kept going. Um, but yeah, but I I've never been like the a great public speaker anyway. I don't have to do it for work. Uh, 
So, and you would think after 200 episodes, but it's not like I'm consciously listening to shit to try to get better either. Either so. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to our podcast in years, honestly. Yeah, and you know, I'm trying to take Mr. Monotone's advice and listening to you know episodes. I just hate hearing my voice one. And it's like for the most part, I know we've talked about, but I think for feedback, like Mr. Monotone, he comments through SoundCloud, and so. On SoundCloud, you can comment at that exact moment. You so if the the ticker is going, say is it one hundred three, mm-hmm. you just hit your comment there. But and to no fault of his own, it's just how it works. He could just say his comment to what's going on at that time. I don't know what the fuck happened at one hundred nine in thirty right. seconds. And so sometimes I can you know gauge context clues, and sometimes I can't. Yeah, I'd so, say yeah, probably half the time. And then I can't. it's not like I'm listening. And I could go back and listen to it and watch his comments. So say I'm listening to it, I can actually see where his comments hit and then hit that section and see what we were talking about to kind of respond. But, you know, whatever. But even it's, then, I don't listen in SoundCloud. I listen in iTunes. I was going to say, and, and that's the thing, too. I don't listen to SoundCloud. I listen in Podcast, podcast Addict, uh, at least the last times I was. So any, it, so I, I'll listen to Delvin's when he drops it, which for those of y'all listening to this, when y'all get up in the morning, you should probably have both. If you yeah, I don't know how early Delvin uh, posts his on tomorrow, but you have both. I I signed up for uh, Delvin's Patreon uh, membership, so I probably do the same. Um, and you could do it as low as a uh, dollar a month. So I signed up for that, and so I um, got the episode yesterday. I I'm think. gonna do two dollars a month just to <laughs> just the best you. <laughs> Like I'm a bigger fan than I'm, Otis. I'm sure Delvin, I gave you two dollars a month. I, I sure Dale would be appreciative. Uh, so I started. I, I opened it up to listen to our podcast. So I started listening to ours a little bit, and then I saw that, that uh, Delvin and Chaffee and some other people do another podcast called Something Brigade. I um, I can't remember exactly the name. So I started listening to that. Like, oh, I can listen to something new. I don't have to listen to my own voice and shit. Mm-hmm. So I started listening to that, and then. Um, I ended up getting busy, but it was kind of uh, wild. They were, it's called the Fire Brigade. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, so they were talking about cleaning up shitty diapers and uh, so forth. I guess I won't give it away because it's actually a paid <laughs> subscription <laughs> that only. He's going to tell that, the whole thing. Right, like, oh, I don't uh, need to listen to it now. Nah. Right. Uh, I that, was going to give him $2 a month, but I can right. just have Otis tell me about the podcast right, that exactly. I don't get. <laughs> so I won't say, but Chaffee and a couple other folks is on there, so. Uh, shout out to uh, Games We Don't Play, which I haven't listened to in a good while. Me neither. Um, I'm not even sure if they uh, have new episodes. <laughs> I haven't listened in a minute, uh, but I try to support all the people you know that, that support us that has podcasts. So if you don't listen for a while on Apple, they'll they'll stop uh, updating it. So what? like, yeah, so they could have dropped new episodes, and I wouldn't know because if I don't listen to a while, listen to it in a while, they stop like updating you. Oh, that should be your choice if you want to update or not. It shouldn't be them just. Yeah, it'll be like you click on it, it'll be like start start downloading again, like question mark. Oh, you I'm know like, what? And oh, I shit. think now, and I remember why I haven't listened to the game, games we don't play. It's because when I lost my phone in April, I I use podcast at it, and it doesn't save um, your podcast subscription. So when I had um, to re- get my phone again and redown the app. And I and I have the pay app, so I don't. That should be a feature. It would just show all of, all of your uh, uh, podcast that you subscribe to. So 
I didn't have that one. I'm going to add it right now. So I, I wonder if they, they probably got mad new episodes. And I was like, well, I right. ain't heard of this shit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that'll be tomorrow. Our 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 episode with Delvin drops this, you know, will drop tomorrow today. So Thursday. And so it should be interesting. You know, I, you know, we, me and Mike, we come from a, a position of there should be much more gun control than it is now. And I think that the bearded idiots may not think that to that degree. And so, you know, those are kind of what our, our impasses is when it comes to that. So curious to see what they're, uh, cause they're, so they, the bearded idiots was, uh, was given our podcast episode to listen to to have a rebuttal of sort. Mm-hmm. So their pod, the podcast that Delvin comes out with them will sort of be a rebuttal to to us. And it was funny. I was thinking, I was like, well, it's not really even a like, do they have someone up on here in our podcast to respond? Because I mean, our point is never going to change. You know, no. so it's not like you know they're hearing some secrets or something that we've talked about. Like, <laughs> you know, our, our our stance hasn't changed. Matter of fact, our stance has probably grown stronger uh, with gun control and and all the things involved with that. So, you know, it'll be interesting. You know, hopefully, yeah, you, know, you know, we communicated effectively enough. To, you know that you know they can have a good rebuttal and we get back together and do a a joint podcast to kind of talk about those those issues. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, that's the plan, at least. So hopefully it works out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think that it'll be a good conversation. They don't seem like unreasonable dudes. So, no, no, um, not at all. I think it'll be a good conversation. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully they don't take offense to my completely inflammatory Too rhetoric. <laughs> well, they might not. Others probably will, but hopefully they won't. Like one um, guy responded, "Like, yeah, I hope this is just wasn't satire." I'm like, "He's like, this is either satire or it's racist." Like, uh, <laughs> I was just like, "It ain't satire, it bucko." Ain't satire. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, and if you're seeing, if you're hearing that, you know, white supremacy is wild, and and people shouldn't have this many guns as fucking racist. Well, got news for you, buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm like, he didn't hear. He didn't hear the part about me saying if if uh, we didn't have white men in America, most of the uh, <laughs> uh, mass shooters wouldn't happen. But that wasn't part of the, the the clip, so that may have came off as racist. But you know, it was to prove a point. Yeah, and and talking a little bit about just some of the reaction we've gotten so far. Like he posted like a I don't know maybe like a minute and a half, two minute clip the morning after we recorded that podcast and already <laughs> the shit kind of went left. Cause he said that he got like a phone call from somebody and we were having this conversation via Twitter at like seven forty in the morning. And he said that he had already gotten a phone call from somebody about the fucking two minute clip that he posted. So I'm, and then we had the dude that was saying, I hope it's satire racist or whatever. So like there's a strong chance that when he actually drops the full episode tomorrow for the public, um, if people listen to it, it could be problematic. So for you, to, for you guys have not seen the Twitter, uh, the tweet, excuse me, that happened. Uh, I'm going to play the clip from that e- that episode that Delvin posted, and then you can kind of get a uh, a glimpse of. I feel like I wasn't on my mic. 
Two, two, testing, test. Oh, okay, we good. My bad. All right, hold on one second. I'm gonna play that clip. Build walls, all that kind of shit, to make sure, like, oh, we have to save our people. These Mexicans are over here killing motherfuckers. But when it's white people doing it, oh, it's all good. Like, let's we'll, we'll talk that good game. We'll serve up our thoughts and prayers, and we'll be like, oh, this is horrible. Like, this 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 shouldn't be happening. This isn't what America is. This is exactly what the fuck America is. America was built and founded on white people taking shit, fucking shit up, and going, this is ours now. And that's how this country is built. That's what this country is. And until we change that, kids are going to keep dying at school. People keep getting shot up at fucking garlic festivals. Festivals? What the fuck? Garlic festivals? Like, how are you mad at a garlic festival? Right. Garlic is awesome. Like, why are you telling people at a garlic festival? We should all be getting along at a garlic festival. Like, who goes to a garlic festival like, yo, I need to put some holes in these motherfuckers. (laughs) Nobody except... Shitty white people. Shitty white people. Yes. Yeah. So I I, I don't know, man. I I think that um, until we can, as a country, acknowledge that this country was built and founded on fucked up things, acknowledge that, and then go, okay, we need to change the way this country operates, then we're not going to get any change. But as long as we keep deluding ourselves into thinking that's not who we are, and that the the call the root cause of all this shit is something different. We're gonna keep being in a uh, in a state where these kinds of things keep happening. We have to acknowledge that this is not th- this is who we are, but it's not who we should be. That was a spicy ass clip, man. <laughs> I never even actually listened to it, so oh, I was really? like, yeah, oh, okay. I was yeah, like, huh? I listened to it a few times, and I was like, yeah, that's 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 spot on. I mean, and if you if you feel like that's satire, I don't know what the fuck you hearing then. Um, and you're probably not going to like the episode <laughs> if you feel like that's satire or racist. Man, that was <laughs> that was lightweight, boy. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was pretty lightweight. There was no name calling in that in that clip. Yeah, and I, uh, I, there was a lot of name calling in that episode. <laughs> yeah. So, I, have there been any been any other shootings since then? I any mean, probably mass shootings. <laughs> I'd I'd state that probably, but I mean, I don't I don't know for sure. I mean, I'm. I'm pretty much on uh, on online daily, so I haven't seen anything. But then again, I totally missed the garlic fe- festival shooting. Like I found out, I think I found out about that after El Paso. I think. So, yeah, shit's crazy, dude. Anyway, man, uh, I I've had the like I'm just say having the worst week or so, but. I just want I hate going to work as of late (laughs) like I really have not been feeling going to work man like every day it's not Friday and I'm like sad about it and (laughs) that's kind of how that's kind of how my shit been dude is so no I don't think there is wait no this is not an updated list I'm looking at the gun violence archive (laughs) the gun violence archive yeah, so that's that's the list that's been um that keeps that keeps the uh the, the tracking of 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 mass shootings and so forth. Okay. So So I don't know, this is weird because I think it's just it may just keep it as shootings, but at least initially the one page I was on was was it categor it seemed like it categorized anything over uh, two 
people shot as a mass shooting. So I okay. guess if it's multiple. Uh, oh, so yeah, so today, shit. Uh, there was a shooting of six cops in in Philly. Okay. Uh, so that would be the net the le- the latest one today. You said six cops. Six cops got shot, and I think one died already. No, no, no. I take that back. Now I, I was thinking about a different story. Uh, I saw a story of, a, of some New York cop committing suicide, uh, but I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I'm mixing up stories. Yeah. So that was the last as of today. Uh, there was a shooting on the 12th, which was two days ago, where four people were shot in Mississippi. Uh, and then the 11th, uh, six people shot in Chicago. That's like a random day there, though. Uh, on the 10th. Yeah, so there's been one, two, three, four, five, six. The last six mass shootings have just been people shot, not killed. But okay, yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, so the the, the site is called a uh, gun gunviolencearchive.org, and they list you know the <laughs> it's crazy. It lists the, the city, the, it lists the incident, the state, the city, the street, how many's killed, how many's injured, <laughs> and then you can have two links where you can view the incident and view the source or where they got their information from. Wow! Right. Hmm. So yeah, and I haven't had a drink today. Why? <laughs> and I was just busy, man. I got home, so I got home. Uh, I started to uh, list some charcoal so I could grill because I want I wanted to make some burgers. So did that. Went in the house. I had this broken uh, switch outlet in my bathroom. So while my charcoal was getting ready, I changed that out. Then. I patted up burgers, seasoned chicken, came out, cooked that shit, and then was doing some stuff in the garage and outside. And, you know, then, you know, you got here. So I've, <laughs> I've had a, a busy ass. So now I had a, a little vial I saved of uh, uh, some antique uh, Weller. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take a, take a sip and have some, some alcohol in my system at the right hour, 1130. It's a little bit too late. Man, this shit tastes so good. So, yeah, that's kind of how been my day. I mean, I've just been waiting for Friday. Can't uh, wait. Been, uh, so we have this week, this weekend, we got the Dream Cruise this Saturday. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. We do our cigar uh, meetup, our cigar club meetup there as well. So if you're not familiar, uh, the Wilbur Dream Cruise is a uh, car cruise that happens every year um, here in Michigan and so it's always dope. Last year we decided to do it at the Dream Cruise. It's a spot that some of my uncles um, get together and you know, we just chill out and smoke and watch watch cars and you know have a good time so we've deemed that our August event uh, every year so we'll be there this year again so that's pretty cool. I always look forward to that. Just sitting around care what I'm doing sitting around drinking and smoking cigars. No. Nope. It could be fucking anything. It don't make a difference. So uh I'm good with that. And same the two years prior, like I've always been to the cruise. I've never missed the cruise. But like two like three years ago, two years in a row, I had shit to do. 
and they both were weddings. One I was attending, and then one I was DJing. And I was like, never again am I doing anything else on the, the day of the cruise. So it's gonna be a good day. Um, you got is it, is it? You got like it's your event, but is uh, uh, UFC's uh, mm-hmm. that night too? Yep, UFC two forty one. Daniel Cormier defending his heavyweight title. Some other great fights on the main card. It's going to be a good day for me. Hit the cruise up, get our smokes and drinks in, head home for the pay-per-view. What time does that start? Um, the main of the pay-per-view card don't start till 10, but the, you know, the undercard stuff start probably like 6 and then 8. It's usually like 6 o'clock for early preliminaries, 8 o'clock for preliminaries, 10 o'clock for main, main card. Oh, okay. So I like to get my, I don't want to say money's worth because I don't pay for it like that. But uh, <laughs> I like to small, get my you pay a small cost. Yeah, very 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 small cost. I like to get my um, small cost money's worth. So I'll probably I, I'll I'll probably start watching it probably like eight o'clock. That's real. So might have some people over. I don't know. I haven't decided. I'm not making it an event. But if people want to come through and watch it, all good. Yeah, I was trying to figure out if I would either come out or just go come home and go in my garage and watch it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can come through my crib; it don't matter. But yeah. that's gonna be a at least if I if I'm, I'm shutting just, shit down that if, day. If I'm just feeling fucking dead tired, I know I can just come in the garage and watch it. So at least that's the plus. Yeah. Um, so in I was gonna. So have you kept up any news lately? So uh, the whole story with ASAP Rocky. I am vaguely familiar with it I know he was in jail in Sweden or some shit and then um, Trump made some really bad puns on Twitter about getting him out oh he made some t- and um he won't, he won't ace hat on ASAP or something yeah it was, oh god it was so bad and uh, it, it's aside from that <laughs> these white politicians pandering to black people is so fucking lame like I, I really hated that Bernie Sanders did an interview with Cardi B <laughs> like like it, it's like it's not just your appeal. You're not just appealing to black people. You're, it to me that tells me that your perception of black people is like you're appealing to. I don't want to necessarily say that Cardi B fans are the lowest common denominator of black people, but I mean like your 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 aim isn't very high if you're appealing to Cardi B fans. Like you you're to me that that shows me your perception of uh, how you reach black people. So, like, you had uh, Hillary Clinton with her whole, like, I keep hot sauce in my purse bullshit. And you got Bernie interviewing Cardi B. And it's like, if if your idea of trying to reach black people is hot sauce and Cardi B, you are too out of touch with black people. Like, like black people who are actually going to get out and who actually going to vote and who care about what you have to say and about your, you know, the the plans that you have and the moves you want to make. Like you may appeal to them coincidentally by talking about hot sauce and Cardi B, but that, that's not how you reach the people who are going to come out and vote. Like, ain't nobody. Ain't, like, if you're a Cardi B fan that's not interested in politics, you're not going to be like, "Oh shit, this Bernie Sanders guy is talking yeah. to her. Let me go vote." Like, like yeah, those people it, ain't voting, dog. So, is the end result is that people are trying to equate that, you know, pandering to Nicki Minaj? Oh, not Nicki Minaj. Cardi B is going to translate. I just read something about Nicki Minaj. Same difference. Uh, tra- yeah, <laughs> translate the votes. Like it's, it's, it won't. Like it's it's really not. 
You're not the, like those people. They're not gonna. They're not gonna come out and vote because you talked to her. They're either already coming out and voting, and they're like, "Oh, cool, he fucked with Cardi B." But like the people who listen to Cardi B that don't plan on voting are not gonna be sold on you because you interviewed her. It's just not gonna work. The way you appeal to black people is by appealing to shit that matters to black people, like the things that affect us, like gun violence from the police. You know, regulating police shit, things that affect. Um, lower income black people things that affect the inner city like for instance our um our mayor uh you know his whole quote-unquote plan that he had that he never implemented for uh helping us with insurance costs like that's the kind of shit that appeals to black people but that shit pisses me speaking on that for a second uh that shit pisses me off because he used that that rhetoric for him getting elected and then he used that same rhetoric to get reelected. And none of that shit has happened. Mm-mm. And then I was just reading on Metro Times when we only had that serial rapist on the east side. So <laughs> about that, okay. I did not know about that. The serial rapist? Yes. Okay. I did not know about that. Huh. I found out about it because I was talking to somebody at work and very few people at my job actually are from Detroit. Right. Okay. So this person I was talking to actually is from Detroit. And I mentioned uh I don't know if I mentioned where I stayed. I did in the conversation, but I don't know if it was in the context of this part of the conversation. But somehow it came to light that um this person was from the east side and I was from the west side. And they said something like something something about somewhere over there and I was like, Yeah, I don't really be going over there like that. And they were like, well, she's like, why is that always a thing? Like, like West Side people don't want to come to the East Side. East Side people don't, gonna, don't want to go to the West Side. And I told her the same thing that I tell people uh, when, I, when I'm trying to draw a distinction between the East and the West. I always say Detroit has a reputation for, for, for violence, like, you know, murders and all that kind of shit, right? And if you're watching the news, you might hear um, two people shot at gas station on the west side that's the kind of like violence you hear about on the west side and then the east side be like (laughs) body parts found in tall grass (laughs) in the east side part and i'm like yo like they be chopping niggas up on the east side (laughs) like like, that's the difference like and and then she was like she mentioned she's like yeah you're right (laughs) like and then she was like we had a serial rapist over there who was like raping people and killing them and shit like that i was like See, <laughs> that's what I said. I didn't even know about that. So yes, that's how I heard about it. But that's that was all I've heard about it. Yeah. So he he's uh, being linked to a bunch of different uh, murders, and it was uh, initially set like you know it was women, you know, women of the night that were getting you know <laughs> women of the night. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's the best term. Uh, it's better than hoes. <laughs> yeah. Or just sluts, prostitutes, or street women, or whatever. And then, it's just, then it ended up showing that it was actually just... It wasn't, like, prostitutes. It was actually, you know, uh, just random women who were who were being uh, raped and murdered and so forth. So he's been in custody for probably a month or so now. But they're linking him to other uh, murders and so forth. So when that came out, that was... So sometime in June... Uh, Duggan's 
crew or whatever said that they were going to be boarding up at least all of the houses on the east side by the end of July. And hmm. that hasn't happened. And so it's like, this motherfucker is full of false ass fucking promises and shit. Like, you got one one job of many, but one job, especially with all that, and maybe because the motherfucker's in, in custody now, but... You, hey, you say one job of many, but <laughs> if you really look at it, a politician or mayor's one job is to deliver on the things that they promise. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it really kind of is one job. Like, yeah, your you, job is to, to deliver. Do what you say Do what yeah. you say you was going to do. Yeah, so he's had a, a series of that shit, so we're seeing that. Um where were we even going with this whole point of Duggan? Um, I was mentioning <laughs> that he promised on the car insurance oh, yeah. shit and no, didn't deliver. And, you know, now I was reading that and I was just like, man, he's, he's, he's acting like Carcetti for real, man. <laughs> like I, so I've always, uh, compared, uh, our mayor, Mike Duggan to, uh, Carcetti from, um, the wire in so many ways. Uh, he he's taking money from other shit, putting it somewhere else. <laughs> not not in the boarding houses, not in the uh insurance rates dropping. I, I man, I can't remember. I talked to somebody who was who was mentioning that for some reason insurance rates were supposed to go up in July. And our our insurance actually dropped in July. I'm not sure why. But I just can't remember who the fuck I was talking to about that. Obviously it wasn't yeah, you. No, it wasn't me. Yeah, I don't even see you mentioning that shit. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know. I didn't know nothing about that. <laughs> so I'm like, who the fuck? But it, it, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, so that's. I don't. Even, I'm trying to remember why the fuck we even started getting on the subject of, of Duggan and so forth. But anyway. I don't know. I just remember. I remember how I transitioned to it. I was like, well, like our mayor, <laughs> but I don't remember what I was saying before that. Yeah, so, but I guess back going back to the pandering of, 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 of Bernie. That's probably what it was. Yeah, I think it was Bernie, yeah. Yeah, pandering and not delivering. Yeah, yeah, so that's dug in, yeah. in, 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 in short, so. Yeah, I, I I still didn't understand that whole meeting. It's like, it, and it comes off so, so pandering, like, you know, I don't, I've never really heard Cardi B speak of political issues. Uh, I don't listen to her, don't listen to her much at all. I don't listen to her music, so um, she's kind of a non-factor with me. So non-motherfucking factor. But yeah, man. Oh, um, we were talking about ASAP. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about ASAP. Yeah, I was saying I didn't know anything about it, and that uh, yeah, that Trump was pandering by yeah, talking about ASAP, getting home ASAP, all that kind of shit. We, you know, so you asked me if I heard about if I was aware of that shit, and I was like, yeah. Not so really. anyway, he had some assault case. In Sweden, he was in jail for a little bit. And it was supposed to have been that someone had attacked him, and he was defending himself. Uh, well, I saw that he got charged with something. So, so he got charged <laughs> with some kind of assault. They let him free mm-hmm. like a week ago, and so today he actually got convicted of assault. But <laughs> they won't. It's I guess it's considered time served, and so I guess he just got some fines or some shit to pay. Hmm. But. What happens for like a case like assault? Say you're supposed to go back to do jail time. Do they extradite your ass, or it's just like you just can't go back to Sweden? Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'd like to think that um, if he got convicted of that, he would serve time here. But I mean, 
I don't care about this nigga, man. I, I don't. I don't understand why this was a thing. I mean, I kind of get it because he was locked up over there. But this whole thing with, like, rappers getting locked up and people are like, free so-and-so who... I, I The person that all, has always committed a crime. It's not like we're, like, free so-and-so because they didn't do it. It's like free so-and-so because they're a rapper we like. Like, there's been so many free... Hashtag free insert rapper name. And the rapper always, like, actually did the shit. Like, like free Bobby Schmurder. Like, he ain't uh, innocent. Like, he did it. He don't, we don't even need him like that. He had one song where he threw his hat in the air, and now all of a sudden we want to free him from being convicted from shit he, for shit he did. Like, I, I hate the free insert rapper shit. Because they, they almost always did it. <laughs> it's like, like, who are you going to free him for? He ain't even he ain't even important to the culture. Like, oh man, it's like if Jay Z did something, it's like free Jay Z, and it's like, well, at least Jay Z has some kind of importance to the culture. Like Bobby Smurder ain't nobody, dog. Yeah. He'll fucking one hit wonder. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, and it's yeah. even a, it's damn near a stretch to call it a hit. So speaking of Jay Z, have you heard anything about Jay Z today? I heard something about him partnering with the NFL, but I don't know anything about it. So I guess it's uh, supposed to be for like. Well, it's a, it's it's supposed to be something about uh, social awareness or or something like that, and so he's been catching. I, I haven't read the total story, so I don't know enough of it. But he's been catching a lot of flack, you know, because of you know just the NFL and the previous BS and boycotts. And he previously said fuck performing, you know, for the Super Bowl, but now is doing some sort of oh, so that's why people. Are, I, I saw things about people questioning his motives. Yeah. So that was pretty much it. And then I started seeing uh, Eric Reed, who's a uh, player who's been oh okay yeah actively, yeah you know oh no I'm thinking of Ed Reed. Ed, uh, no, not who is Eric Reed then? No, is it not Eric? Is it Eric Reed? Yeah, it is Eric Reed. I don't know who that is. He was one of the players who's been actively uh, like kneeling and shit. Kneeling. He played for the Panthers. Actively, oh, okay. Uh, you know, um, voicing this and stuff like that and so mm-hmm. he posted about a lot about it today you know posting his you know uh reluctancy on jay-z you know what he say uh he was like i don't need a quote but i'm like what like what did he say like he was saying like i i don't fuck with this deal like that kind of shit well he was he was saying that you know uh um it's a he's saying he thinks it's a disingenuous uh um you want to call it partnership with Jay Z, mm-hmm. uh, but I was just like, Eric Green still plays in the NFL, so he still plays in the same league that he feels is fucked up. <laughs> and I'm not knocking him. I know he's done a lot of good things, you know, as far as his activism and things and, and so forth. But he still plays for the same league that does this shit. So it's like you're not quitting anytime soon. So you're not really in a position to. To judge Jay Z, well, I guess my, that's kind of my thoughts. Like you still play for the, the 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 organization that does all of this shit, you know, of all the all of the fuck shit that was happening over the last you know years or so. So it's like I, I'm conflicted because at the same, you know, on one hand, NFL players, you know, they got you know families they got to feed, lives they got to live, bills they got to pay, all that good shit, and you might not, um, you might not endorse necessarily the things that your company might support but you know at the end of the day you gotta 
keep your job and all that good shit. And then on the other hand, it, 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 again, it's me as somebody who's just a fan who, well, <laughs> fan is a loose term at this point. But as somebody who is just like not involved in it, mm-hmm. it's easy for me to be like, how you going to, you know, talk about Jay-Z, but you still taking a paycheck from him. So it's like, but again, I'm just somebody who is yeah, on the here. outside. Same like, here. I'm not invested. Same here. He's, same in, here. he's invested and he has, uh, you know, that's how he feeds his family and pays his bills if he has a family i don't know but you know that's you know that's what that's what he got to do to eat so it's it's conflicting to to want to judge him but if you like if if like what do they always tell us regular folks like if you don't like your job quit and go find something else and it's like i it's hard for me to feel too um sympathetic toward nfl players because i feel like if you're an nfl player and you make a fuck ton of money and you work for an organization that you don't support. It's not like if I work for an organization that I don't support, I gotta find another job for sustenance that is, you know, so I can live. Whereas, you know, a lot of NFL players make a shit ton of money. Is if he says I'm not gonna rock with the NFL no more, he, I don't know what he make. I ain't in his bank, but like he might be good not playing anymore. He might have enough loot. If he doesn't, he could. I don't know, maybe find a job somewhere else. I don't fucking know. So, right. But so, here's a quote that, that kind of ties in to kind of sort of that. It says, you and others seem, and I, I don't know if he meant to say you and others, meaning Jay-Z or somebody, but you and others seem to misunderstand that we had no beef with the NFL until they started perpetuating the system, systemic oppression that we were fighting by blackballing Colin and then me, Eric wrote. Nah, I won't quit playing, but I won't. But I will be a real pain in the NFL's ass for acting like they care about people of color by forming numerous disgenuous partnerships and addressing social to address social injustice while collectively blackballing Colin, the person who brought oppression and social justice to the forefront of NFL platform. Well, so, yeah. shit. All right, then. Good. Cool. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. It's <laughs> cool. But you're still making money off of the same thing that you're you're now mad that Jay-Z is potentially making money. Now, I'm not totally a... I don't know enough about what Jay-Z's plan is, but I will say I think it's different to be performing for the NFL on a, on a Super Bowl platform or anything else and being able to control the narrative and potentially put out what you want to put out. And that seems to be what, from what I've, the little I've read about what Jay-Z and Rockefeller's contribution is supposed to be. So it's one thing to just get on stage and just start doing whatever, but if you're actually going to make great, you know, uh, pushes for, you know, social uh, justice and stuff like that through the NFL, it could be a good thing. I don't know, but that's just in the, the hours that I've seen any of this. But it just seemed weird from a guy to still actually playing for him. And I can say I'm not knocking the guy because hey, you got to make your money, but it just seemed like that would come from a person that's not fucking with the NFL at all. That's yeah, all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get it. So. it. It's tough to try to judge his actions, but at the same time, it's it is weird to be like mad vocal <laughs> about what your the company you work for is doing, but still be like, yeah, but I'm still I'm still cast these checks because though. you're making Jay Z <laughs> and Rockefeller are making money off uh, supposedly going to be making money from this, and you're still getting a fucking check for being on the Panthers. Yeah. Eh. So yeah. not asking dude to retire, but. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. 
So that was one of the things. So I ran into this other random ass fucking tweet today, and I thought it was funny. So I figured I wanted to share. So the tweet was Bobby Womack was conf- was uh, committing flagrant two fouls all over the place, and then he posted his Wikipedia. So <laughs> now you familiar with Bobby Womack, the old uh, singer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you familiar with Sam Cooke, the singer? Yeah. Okay. In March, let me. In March 1965, just three months after Sam Cooke's death, 21-year-old Womack married Cooke's widow, 10 years his senior. The marriage was considered a scandal by some in the music business, and Womack found himself ostracized by the soul world. So I don't know how close Bobby Womack and Sam Cooke was, but for it even to be an issue, it must have been that they were actually close. Like, he dies and you swoop up on his wife, like, what up? <laughs> uh, gotta, gotta feel like you might have already been there Yeah exactly <laughs> Womack's brothers turned against him as did his audience And he was assaulted by Barbara's brother Womack claimed he initially went to Barbara's side to console Wait, who's her who's Barbara? Barbara the, uh, Oh Barbara Barbara okay. excuse me yeah. uh, Womack claimed he initially went to Barbara's side to console her Following Cook's death For fear that she would, if she was left alone she would do something crazy So basically you crept up on her like I just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. And then his dick fell out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of what that said. I got a shoulder for you to cry on <laughs> and a dick for you to consume. <laughs> In 1970, Bobby and Barbara divorced after she found out that he had an affair with his 18-year-old stepdaughter, Damn. Linda, the daughter of Sam Cooke and Barbara. Damn. Wow. Yeah. He was a fucking... He's a grimy motherfucker, man. Nah. The ensuing in the ensuing tussle, Barbara fired a gun at her husband, uh, Vincent Womack. So she fired a gun at him. Vincent Womack, his son, with Barbara. So he ended up having a kid with her. Okay. Vincent Womack, his son with Barbara, committed suicide in '86. Damn. In 1974, Harry, Bobby's brother, was fatally stabbed in the neck with a knife by his jealous girlfriend. So his family just started going, seemed like just started going from turmoil after he started being a fuckboy. Man. <laughs> now, nah, this story means nothing to anything, but I was just like, man, he was a fucking slime ball, dog. <laughs> like your homeboy, like I said, I need to look up the, the history of that. But your homeboy died, you, you fuck around and marry his, his girl, and then. You have a fucking affair with the daughter, dude? Like, what the fuck, dude? That is crazy. That's almost as crazy as Diddy dating his son's ex. Yo, <laughs> that's crazy as hell, man. And what's so, to me, what's so crazy about that is that uh, Lori Harvey looks like a young Kim Porter. Yeah. Like, so much. Like, I feel like that has to be a, a, a point of that. Like, he's, he's, he gets to have uh, Kim Porter again. Dude. Oh God, that's so creepy. That dude is creepy, but I swear to God, though, she looked. Soon as I saw her, like I didn't realize who she was, and I was just like, I thought she's just a random model or some shit. And I was just like, damn, she looked like Kim Porter. Then I pull up a picture of Kim Porter, like fuck, she looks like Kim Porter. Like man, that dude's a fucking creep, dude. But then that means that. So if Diddy is dating his son's ex. And his son's ex looks like his wife, his former wife. Then does that mean that his son was dating somebody who looks like his mom? 
That's a good question, and I'm not <laughs> sure if that son is Kim Porter. Right? Yeah, we son. don't know, but I, don't, that, I can't recall. I'm not sure if that that is or not, but hmm. it's just it's just creepy as fuck. <laughs> I was just like, what it the is. hell? Yeah, I can't even imagine. Uh... So we hadn't recorded. Have we recorded since? No, we didn't since. Um, Epstein uh, got killed. Oh no! <laughs> like he just said he got killed. Got killed. Because <laughs> I really think that's what it was. I mean, so everybody, if, if you, unless you've been under the rock for the last week or so, uh, I think that happened Saturday morning. Yeah, because um, we we didn't. I didn't know. We didn't know about that prior to the podcast, and we did it Friday with Delvin. Yeah. Not that we were going to talk about it, but I don't think that would have that it that it came out. So that was like Saturday morning that came out. Uh, so. Unless you've been on a rock for the past week, Jeff Epstein, who had ties to a bunch of fucking people potentially that uh, uh, participated in this sex ring of underage chicks and so forth, mm-hmm. air quotes, committed suicide, air quotes, in a, <laughs> in a jail. And now they're, they're suspending... Uh, Security. They they reassigned the warden. All the other crazy shit, and the conspiracies are flying. I mean, it could be that the man knew that shit was fucked up and didn't want to live anymore. And decided to kill himself. So the rumors initially was that he was in on suicide watch. Yeah. Then it came out that he may have not been on suicide watch. Yeah. Then it came out that I seen this article today or the, no yesterday that. The uh, the prison has been overworking uh, employees mm-hmm. that they're working all these crazy hours and so they're like sleeping in their cars and shit and so forth. I heard that too, and I also heard that um, the security people who were supposed to be watching him they say he was supposed to be getting checked on every half hour. And that they were like fudging records saying that they were checking on him, but there's video of them just like sleep. <laughs> like, it's video that's gonna record it. How are you how are you able to write these reports and no one no one knows it? No one you can see the shit. The best now, I can see at seven thirty you wasn't there and he was just there. The best question is if you got video of the people who were supposed to be watching him sleeping, how you don't have video of him killing himself? Yeah, that that's what I'm wondering too. Do they have I'm assuming they don't have video of the cell because I feel like that would have been talked about or something. Yeah. And then I also um, I also heard that the the prison that he was in is like super, super shitty. Like not just from the fact that they're understaffed and the staff is overworked and all that stuff, but like just it's just a bad spot. Like they said, like I was listening to uh NPR podcast and they said that people who are in that, who are in that jail have asked to go back to Rikers. Like, how fucked up is this spot that people will be like, I'd rather be in Rikers. Like, what the fuck? That is Rikers wild. is fucking like... I've heard nothing great about Rikers. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, didn't the, one, didn't the one guy commit suicide in Rikers? Uh, is a black dude from New York. Uh, I think J.D. ended up doing a story. Oh, uh, Browder? Yeah. Khalif Brown. No, he committed no, suicide after he got out, but yeah. he was in Rikers. Yeah, yeah. just the trauma. of Yes, that. the trauma sorry, of yeah. Rikers. Right, like, yeah, right, he yeah, was yeah. free and of, he still bad. killed. Yeah. He still killed himself. Yeah, but he was he was out. Dude, that's but, so yeah. fucked up that you got free and the the shit you dealt with being 
in cap in captivity make you as a free man want to kill yourself? Have you watched the documentary? I did not. It was really good. I did not, and I and I probably will now. It was really good. That was that was a sad ass documentary, dog. Like that shit was fucking See, sad. I think Jay Z produced it. Yeah, he did. I was about to say he did. And I, I have a lot. I have a hard time watching shit. I know it's gonna piss me off. And so I haven't like I haven't watched that. I haven't watched uh Ava's uh series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. When um, they see us? Yeah, when they see us. Yeah. Uh so, Can yeah. you help me understand why people won't watch it? Cuz you said you you said you have a hard time watching shit to piss you off. And I every time I see people talk about it, like, "Okay, I think I'm mentally ready to watch this now." And then they'll watch one episode and they're like, "I can't even deal with this. I can't watch it no more." Like, I can't Relate to that? Now I can't relate to starting it and not. I haven't started it at all. I'm mm-hmm. just going going off of what I've heard, and so you know, I don't know, man. Life is just in a fucked up place in general, and so sometimes I just haven't. Been, I haven't been lately in the mood to watch something that you know I know is going to really piss me off or you know put me in a certain way. That's kind of when I watched the movie, uh, the Hate You Give. Mm-hmm. I I remember hearing about it. Don't spoil it. I haven't seen it. Okay, I won't. Uh, but I wasn't prepared for how deep it was. Hmm. Nigga, yeah. I'm on the plane like there's onions in this bitch. <laughs> like it was, it was crazy, man. It was, it was, it was nuts, and I was just like, wow. See, I, I'm like a, I'm a, I, and we've talked about this before. I'm a huge proponent of watching shit like that because I feel like we need to keep that energy. Like, I, I feel like people right. need to feel that way. You mm. need to watch this shit and feel sad and feel wronged or feel angry. Like, cause I, like we ain't gonna really have no change if people pretend like the shit didn't happen. Like, oh, I'm not gonna watch that shit because it's gonna make me sad. Like, you should watch it and get sad and get angry because that shit might motivate you to actually act. Oh yeah. So and like, I, that, that's why I don't like when people are like, don't share the video of so and so getting killed. I'm like the complete opposite. I'm like, everybody should share that video because everybody need to see how this person got fucked over so they can get mad and they can do something. Right. Like, so, if you don't watch it, you ain't going to get mad and the shit is going to keep happening. So, with that, it's like, I'm I'm a strong proponent of... <laughs> proponent? Proponent, excuse me. I fucked that up. <laughs> I fucked that up a few times on the podcast. I'm a strong <laughs> proponent of stuff being available so I can. I don't mm-hmm. never want it to be not available. Yeah. But, at the same token, I still have to, like, Get myself in that mood to watch it, but I'm not. I'm. I'm with you. I'd be excited to watch shit like that. Really? Yeah, because I'm like, because I know, because I'm like, I want to see, like, if you like specifically talking about um, when they see us. I'm aware of the Central Park Five situation, but I want to see all the shit that I don't already know about, like the the behind the scenes stuff. Because I mean, like, I wasn't. You know, this was like the 80s and shit. I was just a kid. Like, I want to see that shit. So now as an adult, I can see what happened. So it's like, I want to see that because I want to get mad about it. I want to be disappointed. And then I want to go online or go on this podcast and be like, look, listen, all this, all these fucked up things that happen. Because mm, yeah. I want people, I, I want people to be mad. And I, 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 that's a weird thing to say. And I have a, a reputation for being mad, but like, <laughs> I feel like people need to be mad, man, because, like, ain't nothing going to happen, dog. Like, if everybody ignores the shit that happens because they like, oh, I don't want to get mad or I don't want to get sad. Like, when you get mad or sad, you're going you gonna to react. And no, I, 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 I feel like people I totally, need to be reacting. I, I totally get that. And it, makes, and it, it, it don't makes apply sense. that much to when they see us because, like, there's nothing you can do now. It's just over with. But, yeah. like, the shit that's happening currently and people, like, don't share this video or I don't, like, 
like like the fucking murderer wins if you share the video. Like, no, the murderer don't win if you share the video. Like, the murderer wins if if we don't do shit about it, and we just sit here and just allow this shit to happen and avoid it because we don't want to be in our feelings. Yeah, like, I've heard that about like certain mass killers, some killer like you know, don't say his name, don't promote him. Like, he's not getting no good promotion out of this shit. I watch and share everything that I think people need to see to get riled up. I'm 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 I'm, I'm pro race war. <laughs> we're undermanned, but I feel like it needs to happen. Oh yeah, I mean, we're in a we're we're, we're, we're remaking movies in, right now. Let's remake in, the Civil War. We're living in fucked up times. <laughs> so I seen a I seen a series of tweets, and I wanted I just to get, lit a mad inflammatory comment in there. Yeah, and <laughs> and I was just glazed over. Yeah, I was like, okay, race war. Okay, uh, it's a new Civil War. Like, yo. <laughs> So anyway, uh, the NFL season starts. Like, yo, I just said we need to have a new civil war. No, but I, it was it was still in still in the, uh, the era uh, era of politics. Mm-hmm. So I seen someone tweeting about basically think that if and this is a huge if, but if if somehow Trump made some huge like headway with. With gun control, like pass some crazy bill, not pass, but however it works where a, something is passed mm-hmm. where it strictly, you know, uh, you know, reduces the, the the number of guns sold, made, and stuff like that, that that would help him with a re-election. Wait, what? You saw something that said that? They were just giving a what if. And I was just like. Oh, no. If he passed gun legislation, he's out of there. Think so? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> he's a, he's getting the fuck up out of there. <laughs> like his whole thing, like every time we talk about him, and when I say we, I don't mean necessarily just me and you. I mean like we as in his opponents. Well, opponents sounds weird. Like we're <laughs> like we're running against him, but like people who don't like him. When we talk about that shit, like that, we talk about how crazy and inflammatory the shit is. And how like how is it possible that this guy continues to fucking flourish when he says and does these things? But everything he says and does, all that shit does is just like make his base turn up. Like he's keeping the people who already fuck with him and he's doing what he needs to do to keep them people. So his chances of getting reelected rely on one keeping his people. So he has to do that because if he don't keep his people, he's fucked because he didn't win. the He didn't win the popular vote. He won the electoral college based off of like just narrowly winning in states like here um fucking uh i can't believe michigan let that fucker win yeah like i can't remember what states but like the handful of of swing states that he won narrowly like i think wisconsin was another one that he won narrowly like that's how he won was winning winning electoral college by winning states narrowly so like he needs to at least keep what he has and then figure out ways to gain new people. And with a whole bunch of undecided voters and a whole bunch of people who didn't vote before, he got to find a way to get those people on board. And all that crazy shit that he does that make us go like, how is he How is he still allowed to flourish? Like, that's the shit that his base eats up. So, like, he's, like the idea that he ain't going to get reelected is... It's sketchy, dog. Like, it's the, I, 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 I do not feel like he's out the paint. And, like, especially after, like, the election, I, like, who thought that this motherfucker was going to win? And he did. So it's like, it, there's no reason to believe that he won't. And then over the course of, 
I don't know, maybe like the past year, I feel like Bill Maher has constantly said that he thinks that I, I don't agree with this, but he thinks that if um, if Trump loses the election, that he won't leave the office. Like he'll just like I, I don't know, like he's some sort of super fucking being or some shit that he'll find a way to stay in office despite losing. Gonna, how, how like he'll do, find a way not, to stay in office somehow. How do you do that though? I don't know, and that's why I, I, that's why I said I don't I don't agree with it because I'm like dog, you get voted out, you out, like you out, like like I feel like people will forcibly remove this nigga from office if he tries to stay in there. Like, so I don't agree with that point, but the idea of him trying to find a way to stay in office despite not winning that idea, I can see that. And then I saw an article today where he said something like, um, wouldn't it be like, like, wouldn't it be great if, um, if we just like, skip the election altogether and I just got four more years something like that it was it, it was something akin to n- like foregoing an election and just get just re-upping him on on four more years and I saw that and I was like shit Bill Maher gonna eat this shit up <laughs> like he's gonna be like yeah see told y'all he, he got that shit on his mind and that's a scary thought so what's, what's Bill Maher's I don't, I don't watch the show and I don't watch, know too much about him other than the show but what is his actual like views on Trump? He loathes Trump. Like, <laughs> okay. I mean, like to the degree that I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> Bill Maher has a lot of problematic views. I and this season in particular, watching his show has I've seen the most, the highest number of instances in which I didn't agree with him. Like, I've been watching Bill Maher for probably what is this, 2019? Definitely. 20 plus years I've been watching Bill Maher his politically incorrect show that came on ABC back in like the 90s I remember that show I watched that and that's that's also how long I've been a Bernie Sanders fan Bernie Sanders was on his show back on politically incorrect and I was like I fuck with this guy (laughs) and now (laughs) however many years later Bernie is popping but like so is this show now just a transition of politically incorrect or it's just a whole different it's the same I mean it's 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 the same concept like um his show politically correct was a talk show just like think of like the okay. tonight show like bill Maher behind a desk and a panel of guests is the same kind of deal but like the, the 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 major difference is that on abc you can only do so much on hbo you can do whatever the fuck yeah so that's that's the main difference but like over the course of the 20 or so years i've been watching bill Maher, i've almost agreed with him consistently but over the past like year there's been a lot of times where I'm just like, yo, this nigga wildin', dog. <laughs> like, he's doing too much. Like, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with that. And this particular season, there's been a lot of times when I watch it, I'm just like, yeah, I don't agree with that. What he just said was wild, et cetera. But the whole point of him talking about Trump not leaving office, I don't even see how that's feasible. Um, I don't either. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I, see it. I'm just it. shocked that the actual conversation of it actually happened. Like He says it all the time. And he'll ask people, like, do you think that if Trump loses, he'll leave the office? And people like respect the question. <laughs> and I just be like, how would he not <laughs> like you lose? You ain't president no more. You ain't got no more power. Like, how can you like, yeah, I'm gonna stay in office. Like, I don't, I don't understand how so Bill like, thinks this, that how, how this plays out in his head where like, Donald Trump loses and stays in office. Like, I don't know what's the worst thought. The fact that he can actually 
staying there and after being after someone else being elected or Bill Maher Ooh, pushing compromiso was hitting. Oh yeah, Woo! I, I, I will say that size is awesome. But it's not as good as the other sizes. But it's amazing that a cigar that big can can stay consistent. I agree because I'm like I'm looking at it like man, this is a big fucking cigar. Yeah. And but yeah, this shit hitting. Yeah. So anyway, I continue. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what's the worst uh, uh, thought. The fact that he's saying that that's possible, or the fact that he's pushing it that is possible. Like I just he just seems like a smarter guy to me. Smarter. He's smarter than that. Yeah, I, he's never once said how he thinks that plays out. He just says, like, he has a whole bit where he uh, talks about signs of a dictator. And he, it's like a checklist. And every now and then, Trump will do something that marks another spot on the checklist of a dictator. And I guess his idea is that he will end up at a point where he's so, I don't know, maybe so powerful or or whatever, that he somehow... I mean, but doesn't yeah, he, I don't? Doesn't he's never he re, explained it. But doesn't I, he relinquish? Doesn't the exiting president relinquish power? They don't have it no more. They, they, yeah, like won't. not, not, not voluntarily, but like yes, that yeah, and that's my just, point. So I'm like, if you lose the election, I don't. I, I, I would like to ask Bill Maher, like, if if Donald Trump loses the election, how does it play out in your head? How he somehow stays in office? So okay, let's 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 just go back. Let's go back to just the whole process of it. Uh, November seventh comes, the new president is elected. Mm-hmm. There's he's the old president is still president until the inauguration. Well, like, yeah, January twentieth is. So they're still president. Mm-hmm. At that point, your shit should be packing out. How do you just say I'm not going nowhere? Yeah, like I don't you're not understand that no more. Right, that's why I don't understand. I mean, like, how does that the play final out? Day of the swearing in of the inauguration, that person, this new person, is president. So, whoever it is, they become president. How the fuck you just not leaving? I don't know. I'd love to hear him explain like, it. Is it like presidential squatters rights or some shit? Like, I really would love to know how. The, the thing fuck. is, I feel like he would be forcibly removed. Like, you just okay, you got to go. You you at this like point, I'm not going. Like, yes, you are. At this point, like, you're a civilian. Exactly. So you got to get the fuck out. Yeah, I I, I, I don't, don't know how you. I don't know how that plays and out. I in think his I head. answer my own question. I'm more shocked that he's pushing this as a possibility. Yeah, I I, I don't and at. at Part of me feels like he's doing the same thing that I hate that the media does in like building fear. Like that's meant to make you think like, oh shit, we could vote him out and he just might be so tyrannical that he he'll he'll stay in office. But like, how does that play out logistically? Like, how how does that work? Like, I just don't see how that works. We vote this motherfucker out. What's what's he gonna do? Like, I ain't leaving. And then everybody's gonna be like, well, I guess we just gotta leave him there. Like, <laughs> what? I almost feel bad that we're really we've dedicated like eight minutes to this. This is stupid. How the fuck can he still be in there? Does it make no I sense? Know. I don't know. It makes no fucking sense. But yeah, that's that's just part of the shit that I feel like Bill's kind of losing it almost. Like man, like I, I he's had so much shit that I don't agree with. Like his last um, new rules segment in the very last episode, he talked about um, how. He doesn't like the fact that Democrats are attacking each other in debates. And he doesn't like they're like bringing up old shit. Because he's like, you know, people will say, hey, Kamala Harris, you did this back 
back in the day. Or Joe Biden, you did this back in the day. And he's like, people can't change. Like, people change. Like, you can feel one way and then you grow as a person and then your viewpoints change. Which I agree with that point. But what I don't agree with is the fact that, uh, is the idea of not calling people out on their past beliefs. Because if you look at somebody like, uh, let's, say, let's say Joe Biden, right? He actually cited, Bill, Bill Maher cited, that uh, Kirsten Gillibrand mentioned... Um, something that he said about um, women being in the home and that uh, like if women have careers that it like fucks up the home like from however long ago he said this and Bill Marmorade it sounded like that was unreasonable unreasonable to bring up because people can change and I'm like but yeah people can't change but if you bring it up and the nigga don't address it then that's a problem because yeah. if I like I'm gonna bring it up and if you say yeah you know what I, I didn't know what I was talking about back then. I was wilding. I feel completely differently now. Great. But you don't get that unless you bring it up. <laughs> so It's funny you say that. Why do you think so many candidates have a hard time admitting that at some point in their past they fucked up? I have no idea. Because <laughs> I feel like that would ingratiate you to, your, to people. Like if I was a politician and people were like, let's just talk. Like look at our podcast, right? I'm sure I said wild inflammatory shit. In our first 50 episodes, right? And let's just say hypothetically, now, five years later, I look back on something I said in episode 10, and I'm like, yo, I was wild. Like, I don't even feel that way no more. If somebody, if I'm running for office and somebody's like, in episode 10, you said this crazy shit, I would be like, yeah, you know what? I was wild. And I don't know why I said that. I don't feel that way no more. That's how I felt at the time. I was wrong. Or I was right at the time, but times have changed that's not how i feel no more that's not the situation more like own up to it i don't see why that's a problem there's but been, politicians always be trying to like deflect and, and shit there's, there's been many instances with bernie sanders has has got caught doing the shit kamala harris mm-hmm. biden all of these fuckers and they never concede to say you know what that was fucked up or the t- you say at the time right you know that's how i felt definitely don't feel that way no more you know, I feel like that would go a lot, go over a lot smoother than totally like evading the questions of, of past shit that you've said. You know, and since so. they don't own up to it, that's why I feel like you got to ask them about it. So like, that's just like a small sample. Like Skip posted that that new rules segment and was like, "Yes." And I, I started a comment, but like his political post be having like 150 comments and shit. And I'm like, I don't even want to deal with it. But I wanted to be like. Yes, people can grow and change, but you don't know that they grow, that they've grown, and that they've changed unless you ask them about the old shit that they felt. If you don't say shit, you can't assume that they change. Like he might still feel like whoever it is might still feel that way. Like you got to ask them about it. If they say that they changed their viewpoint, great. But if you don't say shit under the assumption that they change, maybe they haven't. <laughs> and now you vote for somebody who believes in some shit that you don't agree with. So like it's, it's little shit like that that. Uh, bothers me about him at this point. Like, there's a lot of times this season I I haven't agreed with him, but I think that the like holding politicians accountable to their old shit needs to still happen. But if they address it and say I don't feel that way no more, I feel a different way now, then yeah, accept it, move on. That's cool. But we gotta ask first. We can't shit on people for asking about old shit. So yeah, oh, I mean, and, and and these are these debates where these questions and shit should come up. This is the only time 
for the most part, where you get a chance to actually, in person, question someone about their past behavior that's problematic, and that should be the opportunity for them to, to squash the shit. And they never do, dude. No. Nah. They never do. And it's always like, come on, man, just say it. Fuck it. Did you watch both debates? I watched most of them. I watched I watched a little first one, but I watched most uh, most all of the second one. Did you fi- did you in what you've watched? Did you gain any kind of favoritism toward any candidates? Like, oh, I kind of fuck with this person. Like, did you like? Because like when we talked about it, we talked about how we felt about who the Democrats might uh, put as the nominee. And at the time, I was saying I want to wait for the debates. I'm gonna wait for the debates. I'm gonna wait for the debates. And now we've had two debates. Um, only one person has dropped out in that time out of the twenty. Uh, Swalwell, I think his name was. Yeah, Swalwell. Like he dropped out, and that's it. And then he was replaced by um, a dude from uh, Montana, I think, who participated in the last debate. So it's still like twenty folks still in there. How are people being added? No one else should be added <laughs> this shit, though. Uh, he didn't. He didn't. I think he didn't meet the requirements to participate in debates the first time, but somehow did the second time, which is weird. But like the requirements to participate participate in the debates has to do with like unique donors and and money made and shit like that. Yeah. So like the and I believe like the requirements increase for each debate for the means of like weeding people out. And right now, I think that there's there's already a handful of people who have already qualified for the I think the next debate is in September, I think. Well, I will say that I haven't gained anything with uh, Cory Booker. I think I've probably my Biden has kind of dropped in my opinion through all this. Um, so I guess Booker is probably idle. He didn't really gain or lose. He's just there to me. Um, Elizabeth Warren is probably the best candidate that I've and I've liked her a lot more throughout this. Um, I actually like, uh, I had to look it up cause I can't, I'm, I'm terrible with names. Although I know Yang won't make it far. I like him though. Mm-hmm. Like he just, he just has logic, you know, with a lot of his stuff. Um, and that's what it, Kamala, eh, like some, it was some parts of it where I felt she was, she was, you know, gaining with me, but then she just kind of stalled out. You know, a, a lot of it was, uh, with uh, Gabbert going at her, and she just could not fucking regroup from that shit to me. Um, she felt like she was, like she lost her cool. I feel like a lot of the shit that she's said publicly has been, I don't want to say an act, but like she hasn't felt very genuine to me. Um, I feel like she's putting on a show, and and in the second debate when she got called out about her about her record. I feel like she lost her cool and got like <laughs> back to her normal self. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't know, man. I can't really rock with her, man. Like she's got a mad problematic past, and then that second debate when she was called out, her reaction is almost like she she forgot to be fake. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, like uh, I'm like just gonna she, be. Like she didn't put on her interview voice and shit. Yeah, she just kind of, yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the candidates. That's pretty much it. Everybody else was just kind of there. Now I don't. I didn't watch a lot of the first one. So, black guy Messam Messam. Did you what? see him? It's a black guy. Black guy. S S A M. 
that's Who the fuck is that? as a uh, a candidate. I ain't never heard of him. He must not. Or well, he definitely didn't make the debate stage. Okay, I didn't know if he was the first or only. Oh no, he definitely yet. didn't make the debate stage. Yeah, because we were two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, forty, six, eight. Oh, this is showing twenty-four people. Oh, okay. Okay, so that it, he, I'm pretty sure he didn't make the the list. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at now. I think uh, Warren, she definitely uh, um, leads the pack for me. Um, I just like Gillibrand because she reminds me of Veronica Mars. Uh, <laughs> no other reason other than that. I know she's not going to go far. Uh, I don't see. I don't really see. I mean, it's only like probably if if four that I think would probably be somewhat enough running would probably be Biden, Warren, uh, Bernie, Bernie, <laughs> and shit. Maybe. Uh, why you uh booty <laughs> so those are probably the four I think it's probably Castro maybe mm-hmm. but if I had to say five I would put five I don't see de Blasio getting far at all um no like I say I don't see Booker getting far at all um I think Bennett had some decent talk about Benin just got really robotish on the up there uh, he's so weird looking. Yeah, and he's just weird looking too. Like I don't want to vote for the weird looking dudes. No, it's, he, <laughs> it's so yeah, it's so I mean, petty. But I like hate, the weird I hate looking that dudes. That's a, a factor of mine. But no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not voting for him. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my my five. I think uh, top five dead or alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. I think I think that like we have still twenty or so candidates or whatever, and. I think it's pretty safe to say most of these people are wasting their time. Like they're not going to make it. Nobody really was like that impressive to think that they're going to insert themselves into the top tier. So the top tier is probably going to end up being Biden, Sanders, Warren. That's probably going to be it. But like, if you want to stretch it out a little bit, Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, all, they'll probably hang around. So, like, that's six people. Those six people will probably hang around for a while. And ultimately, it's probably going to come down to Sanders, Warren, and Biden. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Um, of those three, I've, like I said, it's, it's, it's tough. I've been a Bernie fan for two decades now. But there's a part of me that feels like Elizabeth Warren stands a really good chance. She's she's been phenomenal in both debates, as has Bernie. But I think Bernie's Bernie kind of hurt himself a little bit um, before the debates and in between. Like I feel like there's people who are kind of just like there's a. I, I just hear a lot of shit of like um, Elizabeth Warren basically being like a more ideal version of Bernie Sanders. Like people say that I've heard, I've seen people say that Elizabeth Warren is everything that Bernie Sanders wants to be, which is bullshit. Like that's bullshit. Like Bernie Sanders has been saying the same fucking shit for 40 years. So Elizabeth Warren wants to be Bernie Sanders. Like don't get it twisted, but she's performed really well. She's younger Still old, but younger. Yeah, I'm gonna say she ain't no fucking has, spring chicken. Yeah, no, no, she's not. But she's younger. That nigga's like 77, 78, some crazy shit. He old as fuck. <laughs> and 
as much as we want to talk about age supposedly not being a factor, it's going to be tough to get a bunch of millennials to vote for a 78-year-old. <laughs> so um, I feel like Elizabeth Warren has a pretty strong chance. I feel like ultimately it's going to come down to them too. And I'm I'm perfectly satisfied with either one. If it ends up being either one of those two, I'm probably going to be unhappy. And I'll vote for whoever it is, but I'll probably be unhappy. Yeah, and I think too. But I don't think it's. I think it's gonna be one of them too. I think uh, it would be really dope if, and I've seen this um, somewhere that uh, Stacey Abrams was saying that she would love to be a vice president. I think it'd be great for one of them to pick up her as their vice president. Yeah, and I also saw that uh, CNN is talking about having a new show with like a roundtable with like nice. Angela Rye. Yeah. yeah um, April. Oh, why am I drawing a blank in her name? April. Fuck. I can't remember her last name. Uh, Andrew Gillum and a fourth person who I can't remember as well. But, like, um, I'd like to see that show. <laughs> and, um, like you said, uh, who did you say he was talking about? Um, Stacey Abrams. Oh, Stacey, Stacey Abrams. I wouldn't mind seeing Stacey Abrams on a ticket. I wouldn't mind seeing Andrew Gillum on a ticket. But right now, I'm really just thinking about who the main nominee is. Whoever they put on the ticket is probably going to be a good choice. So I'm not really thinking about that. Yeah, so it'll be uh, April Ryan. <laughs> April and, Ryan, yeah. Andrew Gilliam, Bakari Sellers, and uh, Angela Ryan. Bacardi. Bakari? Okay. <laughs> not Bacardi. Bacardi Sellers. I'm voting. Oh, like, I'm not voting for that person automatically because Bacardi is weak. So, speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of Bacardi, so, Havana Club Sellers, I'll vote for that person. Right. <laughs> um,. I was so this, <laughs> diplomatico sellers. Right, <laughs> diplomatico. <laughs> What's the uh, other one? Uh, El Dorado sellers. Yeah, like uh, Ron Zacapa running for uh, Ron Zacapa going to be on the ticket. <laughs> so, you got my vote. Speaking of rums and so forth, my my stepson turned twenty one this past weekend. So I he was still like, looked like he like fourteen. Dude, yeah, it's so ahead. crazy, man. It's so crazy. <laughs> So I was like, you know, I wanted to, you know, get one of his first legal drinks with him. So I'm looking through shit to, at the house to get. And I was going to do, I opened up one of my uh, bottles I got from Kentucky Saturday, but ended up not doing that. So Sunday was actually a birthday and I ended up um, letting them try that uh, Havana Club Maestro. Mm-hmm. So I was telling them like, you know, this will probably be one of the better rums you ever have, and you're probably going to be drinking subpar rums until you get older to actually uh, to appreciate and, and purchase some actually decent liquor. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll talk to that. We just had a random conversation. It was kind of cool. I remember my, you know, my 21st and my first legal drink. And Give me an idea shit. of the random conversation y'all had. Like, what do you have? What conversation do you have over rum with a stepson who just turned 21? Because, like, this is a a a version of like I could be in that spot. Yeah. Like when my son turns twenty one. Yeah. Like like what what was that conversation like? So I was giving this a, just I was playing Fortnite and <laughs> Right. I'm like, man, fuck. I try to have a grown conversation right. with you and you talking about damn Fortnite. So just tell them about the, the, the hit well, what I know about the history of that rum. Then we started talking and then it was funny. He's never been a uh, – he doesn't drink, like, carbonated drinks and shit. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I gave him a shot 
of the Havana Club first. And then we did the Cuba Libre, which is uh, rum and coke. Yeah. Or whatever. He doesn't even remember the last time he actually had pop. Like, he doesn't, drink, he doesn't drink pop. So okay. this might have been one of his... It, he, it, if he had counted his hand maybe th- two, three times of ever having pop. So okay. it was like a, almost a first damn near first time for pop and rum. It was so crazy. So I was weird. Like, I was like, what do you mean you never had pop? And he's just like, you never had pop, never wanted. But yeah, he liked it. So we were just talking about. I was telling about my first times uh, when I when I turned twenty one and what I did. I hung out with my mom uh, for my twenty first. We went to the casino. Then we went to uh, Coco's House of Comedy, and I seen Mike Epps. Never been there. Really? Never it been was there. Short lived. It's one of them old two drink minimums to be there and all that <laughs> stupid shit. So that just, wouldn't stop me, but no, uh, yeah, I never right. made it. Wouldn't, it wouldn't never stop made me. it. Out. I always hate just to like you gonna make me drink. I mean, I'm gonna drink it anyway, but damn, right. Uh, so talked about that. Just um, talked about because I was asking him because his dad. Uh, we just came from dinner with his with his dad and his uh, other uh, other side of family. So asking him was he you know gonna. Go out with his dad. And he's like, you're not sure. And he, he doesn't have the greatest relationship with his dad. And I was telling him how I don't remember if my dad uh, was around at the time. Because my dad probably was in jail around my 21st birthday, to be honest. I don't even remember. So, kind of talked about that. Just talked about how, you know, I would just tell him how, you know, shit doesn't get really easier at 21. It's like, it's one of those milestones where people use it for drinking. But, you know, it's the, it's, it's a kind of a change over to like adulthood, you know, so just being more responsible. And, you know, he's talking about, you know, even thinking about wanting to possibly move out and have a roommate and all this stuff. So it was just, it wasn't great. It wasn't like, uh, awesome. Like, you know, exhilarating kind like of profound bonding. It moment. Wasn't, yeah. You know, but it, you know, we don't, we don't kick it like that, you know? So mm-hmm. it was just kind of cool. Just, just hand him, you know, he, you know, he's finishing up, uh, he goes to spec Howard. So he was finishing. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so he's finishing up his specs Howard and he's trying What's he to, going there for? Like what's he trying uh, to do? Broadcasting and editing, video editing. Okay. So he's finishing up that. He's trying like, to be on like the radio or TV or what? Uh I think video. Most mostly video. So trying to mostly do editing. So just tell him about that. I was telling how when I first moved out, I moved out when I was twenty three. Uh so it was just it was just conversations like that, but you know, he's a good kid. I was wondering if you could say anything like profound or interesting. Not profound, but like it really wasn't a profound. Like super interesting though. Like, like if it got deep or if it got sentimental. Like I, I was just curious. If no, got, but like, I, I will say though, it, it did. You know, kind of push me in my head to want to, you know, have more conversations. You know, because I remember, you know, I didn't. I don't think I really had people to vent to when I was that age, or you know, about just stuff. It just kind of stuff just. You know, my dad really were around, and I had you know other like male influences, but you know, no one was like picking my brain about certain stuff, and it probably would have helped me. You know, so I just for me just making myself you know available for those times where he may want to ask questions and you know shit like that. So yeah, let's pause for a minute. I gotta take a leak, um, but I still got <laughs> shit I want to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so yeah, that was, it was cool though. You know, it just was one of those. Moment, I was like, you know, I like to be, you know, his, his dad is kind of around, so it's not like I was, you know, trying to, you know, be a, the only father figure. You know, I wanted him to, you know, if it happened to be able to, you know, keep a good relationship with his dad. But, you know, 
be around just in case. But now it's like, as a young adult, you know, just trying to, you know, be around a lot more kind of backwards because if, you know, I felt like I probably should did it, you know, years, years prior or something, but <laughs> you know, it's cool. Yeah. I'm curious. Like if I, when I get to that point when my son is older, what kind of relationship we're going to have. So, I mean, you know, Cur- basically you, guys have a, you have a great relationship now and I don't, you know, it, it doesn't, I, I don't see any, anything changing. You know, I know kids, you know, they grow and they, they started, you know, having their own feelings and thoughts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, based on up until now, you know, I think you would be good. I'm pretty sure you give them some sound advice on what drinks to mix. And, you know, that's true. Like- <laughs> he will never, he will never drink nothing shitty. If he starts drinking, he will drink only the finest of the fine. Oh, the finest of the fine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, it was a good time. So, just crazy to have a stepson that's 21. That's just wild as hell to me. Yeah, like I said, and the fact that he don't look like he don't look 21. Nah, he'll be getting carded probably for the for the for the next however long, <laughs> like always. But I don't think he really. He, I don't think he's really pushing to be a drinker like that. Well, that's good. So. We'll that's, that's encouraging. Right. Be like, yeah, yo, like, hey, hey, let's have your first drink at 21. Like, man, I've been drinking since I was 14. Like, okay. Right. <laughs> well, that was me. Um, I mean, he said, you know, he, he he admitted, like, you know, this. I've had drinks before at, at, at places. I'm like, you know, I, I wouldn't didn't expect you not to. I know I did, you know. So I was like, at least he didn't lie and say, no, this is really just my first drink. Like, you know, <laughs> it was one of his first legal drinks so I'm like I live with that yeah and I think I had a drink with him before his dad did which is kind of weird eh. one of those things I was like eh, maybe so cool step you know, your game up dad yeah but at the same time if my son's stepdad had a drink with him before me I might blast that nigga like, <laughs> like <laughs> what the fuck you think you doing bro like you realize that's 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 mine right I, no I, I scratch the word might I steal on that nigga for, for sure. <laughs> like you, like you, you did that shit on purpose, money. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's on me to build that. My son's so he eleven, wants to. huh? So he build that so he wants to, right? So like over the course of the next ten years, my son's eleven now. Like over the course of the next ten years, if he ends up turning twenty one as a fully grown adult who can make his own decisions, if he decides to have a drink with his stepdad, assuming that 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 situation stays the same. If he assumes, if he decides to have a drink with his stepdad first, then I failed. So, but I don't see that happening. Uh, I, I don't think so. And like I said, if it does, if, if it starts to happen, I beat that nigga up first. So <laughs> I, mean, I laugh, but I totally, I, I totally see the seriousness. In it. His stepdad is kind of brolic though. He is in good shape. I mean, I still beat the fuck out of him, but I'm just saying he in good shape. Hey man, you know, uh, anger and you know uh, Mm -hmm. adrenaline can trump a lot of stuff. Yeah, I got I got both of them on ten. He he's mad laid back, so (laughs) a lot of that can be trump. You know, yeah, catch catch a nigga and steal on him. You know, they just fall just like anybody else. About here doing shit I seen on UFC and shit like. (laughs) I thought we just go throw hands. You just like jump and you knee me in the skull. That's like that is breaking out fucking UFC moves and shit. Like, like why are you trying to make me submit? <laughs> like, 
all for a goddamn Drake. Hey man, know your role, know your place, bro. I feel like if I was a a, a stepdad, nah, I guess I just totally violated that because I'm saying if I was a stepdad, <laughs> I would say maybe you should have a drink with your dad first. Right. I mean, hey, and that's the cool move to make. That's how you. That's how you are the cool stepdad because you say like, hey, maybe you should have a drink with your dad first. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you just you just play it how it happens, yeah, man. You just I, play I, it how it happens. I I I played it how it happened, and you know, I don't think his dad. At the end made, of the day, he an adult. I don't he think make it, he make a decision who he want to drink I don't with. Think, but that's but you're saying that. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but if little Mike makes a, a, a an adult decision to have a drink with his stepdad, <laughs> I said, I said at that point I failed. I failed. If that happens, I fucked up. Somewhere in these in the course of this next ten years, if that happens, I fucked up. Yeah. I don't see that happening though. I don't know. I, I I I feel I always feel real strongly about dads that don't really play a part in their kids' lives and you know you have especially when you're not, you know like my dad had and, and I'm make no excuse for him, you know, he, he chose the, the life he chose as far as you know, uh, drugs and, you know, crime and stuff like that. And the years that he was away, you know, for me, you know, he, he, he made kind of decision to do fuck shit, you know, and then addiction happened and so forth. So, you know, he could have been around more if he would have wanted to be around more, but you know, things, things kept away. But when you, when you live in the same city as your kid, you have opportunities to be around him and you, don't choose to be around them, you know. That's what I'm like. That's just some whole shit. Did you have a special 21 year old drink with a parent or step parent? No, just it was with my mom. Well, okay, mom that's a parent, my, nigga. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm, I just thought you meant like male figure. Yeah, yeah. It was my mom. Like I said, we hung out. We uh, we went to the casino. We went to Motor City Casino, and we gambled there. And I had to because I was actually I was telling telling my stepson that. And I and I was like, I joked like, man, I don't know if the casino was around when you were born. He was born in '98, and I was like, I don't know. I had to look it up. Uh, Motor City and all that. We didn't get the the law didn't pass for us to get those casinos to like '96 or '97. Oh, really? And I don't think the Motor City or any of them wasn't, wasn't built until like '99. Hmm. So they had just opened. They had only been up up like two, three years, maybe two years when. In 2001. Interesting. Yeah, so like but prior to that, everybody went to Windsor for their casino shit. Or probably down to Toledo or something. But I know a lot of people used to go to Windsor for going to the casino. Uh, when I was a lot younger, I used to go over to... I used to go uh, fishing with my granddad over in uh, Canada. And then one of the times we went, after we fished, he parked somewhere near the casino. Like, I'll be back. He was gone for like an hour. I'm just sitting in the car chilling. The fuck? <laughs> he was like, "Don't tell your mom." Damn. <laughs> and it was funny because I told my mom recently. My granddad passed me years ago, and I told my mom recently, like, I don't remember this story. Like, she was almost irate and shit. And I was like, "You probably had a right to be." Like, I was pretty young. Uh, I don't know how old I was, but to sit in the car for an hour while you go to the casino with no smartphone, with no no, there's <laughs> none of that shit. And I don't remember how old I was, but I was, I was, I was. I was young. You was too young to be in a car by yourself with no smartphone. Without no phone or nothing. He might not even have a cell phone. 
Man, let me just crack the window and you just sit here. <laughs> like like an animal at the just stare stores. at the back of the head arrest. <laughs> Man. Man, he probably would have went to jail for some crazy child. He probably would have. Yeah, he probably would have. Like definitely would have went to jail for some shit like that. That's but, fucked up. But yeah, so yeah, we went to casino, went to Coco's house I and mean, I saw Mike Epps and you know, that was that was that. So it was pretty fun though. I I don't think I could have had a better twenty first, twenty first birthday. So. I didn't do shit with my parents at twenty one. Really? Nah. My mom's super religious. Um, I didn't do shit. I mean, I hung out with my friends and shit. I had a good 21st, but I didn't do nothing with, like, parents and nothing like that. Like, hey, let's have a drink. I might do that with my son. It depends. It depends on who he is at that age. Yeah. So, it, you know, I'll see. But like my mom was, yeah. like, really into it, like, wanted to take me out. And so I was like, you know, cool. I didn't, you know, I think I, I and it wasn't even like, man, maybe I should want to, I wasn't even like, I want to hang out with my friends or something. It was just like, okay, cool. She's taking me out. So let's go out. You know, it was like one of those, the transition to adulthood, like I could do adult shit. Like I go into a place that I normally couldn't have been in before prior to tonight or, you know, any of that. So. And I don't think I ever went to Coco's House Comedy after that. That was a one time. <laughs> that was a one time thing. Um, and like I said, I think I'm pretty sure it was. It was Mike Epps for sure, and I want to say Earthquake. Hmm. Interesting. Good. Good. So show. It was a decent bill. Yeah. You know, but I and I think Earthquake. But shit, that was so. I think that's that's just crazy to think about. That Mike Epps has been around that long. The late nineties, yeah, no, that's surprising to me. That was two thousand one. Honestly, two thousand one. I, I turned twenty one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking eighteen for some reason. Yeah, um, I'm surprised you remember he was there because he wasn't a name at that time. No, he wasn't. I just remember you know being as a monumental age for me and things that happened. I just remember that uh, specifically. And I I I even remember like one of the jokes he did, or maybe something that made people laugh. I don't know if it was a joke, but uh, he had said some joke I forget, and then he said something in it, and it wasn't that funny or something. And he was just like, "Well, damn, I just supposed to have jokes fucking all the fucking time and shit, you know?" <laughs> Everybody just started laughing or whatever. But yeah, I, I do. I, but it's crazy. I don't remember a lot. I remember my 21st, and I remember my 25th. Huh. My 24th. It was 25th or 26th. I believe it was 25th. Was down at Maryland's of Monroe, <laughs> and I met CeeLo. CeeLo? Ra- CeeLo was randomly at the bar. Huh. No clue why. I have no reason No, re- no reason to why they were in. I don't, it wasn't like Goody Mob was there. It was just CeeLo at the bar. Did you talk to him? Yeah, I talked to him and everything. <laughs> he was like standing for you. He walked. He was gonna walk past, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" See, I'm like, "Yeah, mob, um, not mob deep. Uh, Goody Mob's one of my favorite groups." Blah blah blah. I think I shook his hand or some shit, and that was it. And I just and I remember also I used to I used to like really like fucking uh, what was the drink? Drinking um apple martinis. <laughs> It's so rare, but I think I had a, the girl. The girl I was talking to at the time, she really liked them. So I used to always. So I, was, I had like I probably had about ten apple martinis at that <laughs> night or some shit at the bar. But yeah, I remember twenty twenty one twenty five. I don't remember ones. my twenty first. And, uh, and I, I, I'm not. And when I say that, it's not because I got fucked up and I don't remember. I just don't remember. It wasn't that impactful. <laughs> I remember my thirtieth. <coughs> and I, I remember my thirtieth. Now that I, now that I'm thinking about it, because I was just kind of kick kind of kicking it, not really talking with my 
now wife, mm-hmm. and she had came because it was at the casino. She had came, and that was one of the last birthdays that my dad had hung out. So we got pictures and stuff. And my wife had came to the party, but then she saw that I was talking to. It was the other chick that I was talking to that was there at the party. And so she ended up leaving. Nothing crazy. She just left. Um, and then I ended up hanging out with that chick um, while I was there. So, something like that. And I, I still deny it to this day that there was another chick there. <laughs> and she probably won't listen to this episode. So she would never know anyway. So <laughs> Somebody who listens might tell her. Yeah. And now 40th coming up this, this upcoming uh, year. And supposed to do this like Cuban themed birthday party. So she already wanna plan this shit. So I gotta get more I, I killed that bottle of fucking Havana Club so fucking fast, dog. <laughs> Scooby of Havana Club so I can save them. How many Havana Clubs you got? Zero. None. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point I need to start saving them. So yeah, I remember some, but yeah. I'll probably go somewhere for my fortieth. I'll, yeah, I'll probably travel somewhere. Wait, so when is I your probably won't do it. How long, how long for that? 2022. Oh, okay. So this, this, we're going to Hawaii in April, into April, early May. And that 2020? might. 2020? 2020. Okay. And that might be our only trip that year. Because we're trying to like get this house together so we can like try to move and shit. So Italy in October this year, and then that in April, and then yeah, I don't have no trips planned. Um, but yeah, for my forties, I'm probably gonna want to go somewhere. Yeah, I, I'm go. heavy into the traveling shit at this point because the cool thing about not being poor is that you can travel now, <laughs> and I could. the 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 crazy thing is like I can afford to travel more than I do. But the 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 kid situation yeah. uh, ties me up a little bit. Plus, I'm not a big fan of using my time off. So I, all I like I I get off from accumulating it. <laughs> so like I like looking at it every two weeks to see how much time I have. <laughs> like oh yeah, you got six weeks, nigga. Yeah, you good, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, I that's where I'm at now. I got six weeks. That's crazy. Six fucking weeks. I'm out of my time, and I'll. I'll I'll have three weeks of vacation come September. Then I'm using a whole week to go to Italy. I'll probably use mm, three days at some point in September and take like a Thursday, Friday, Monday. And the whole purpose behind that is that um, over the course of the past couple of months, like I have my paternity leave, but it's like, that's just like you not at work. That's not like a break slash vacation because no, you're home with a newborn. And now that my wife is back to work and the baby is at daycare, if I don't go to work, I got the house to myself. I can legit fucking chill. So, like, I want to I schedule, like, a few days off to just, like, really, really decompress. And the shitty thing about it is, like, my wife does so much. Like, she does so much for our household. So, for me to kind of be like, yo, I need a break. Like, for her, it probably looks like, yo, how the fuck you need a break? But I think she possibly underestimates what my work life is like. Because we do the same job, technically, but, like, I don't know what her day-to-day is like. 
she doesn't really know what my day to day is like. But my day to day is like so fucking stressful and crazy and just insane that it's like I need to I need to have time to just kind of like decompress and shit. And us doing this podcast is a large part of it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I still got to go to work tomorrow morning and it would be nice to have three, four days off where I can not do shit and be alone. So that's real. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to try to schedule that sometime in September just cuz like the way the scheduling is working and the nature of the nature of business right now, um me trying to take time off in August would be either a bad look or just deny it out altogether just cuz of other people being off. But like September's kind of clean, so what I might do is try to take the last like the Thursday and Friday of the week of Labor Day because obviously you got the Monday off so if I take the Thursday Friday I only got to work Tuesday and Wednesday of that week take the Thursday Friday off and take the following Monday off and I gotta have like a little five day five day hiatus and I've only used 24 hours of my my time off out of my fucking six weeks and by the time that by the time September comes I might have a Damn near a seventh week, like probably not that close, but using the twenty four hours will probably only put me a little bit below six weeks. And I, I, I like, I just, I don't know, I just like stacking time. Man, use that shit, man. Fuck. Mm. I like my fucking wife, man. She. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand though, you know, especially when you go, when you go on vacation, you come back to work and it's fucking crazy, and you're trying to just bounce back from that. You know, that's my wife always complains about, you know, whenever she takes off, coming back, it's just tons of fucking shit, you know? And that happens with me even, although I haven't took any long, long, long vacations, but typically when I come back, I'm shit's piled up because no one else did it, and so... Yeah, yeah. and uh, my anniversary is in September, too. My daughter's birthday is in September. Like, taking some time off in September, I'm cool with that. And then I'll chill, and then I'll probably take... My wife likes to take the last week plus maybe two weeks of the year, like that December, the Christmas new year's mm-hmm. time. She likes to take a, like that whole last week or last two weeks off And every year. I'm kind of like, nah, fuck that. Nah, fuck that. I, I ain't going to do that. I'm just going to use the little bit of time. Like she likes for me to take boxing day off, which is Canadians, uh, black Friday, the 26th. Um, you know, I usually take that, and I, I definitely will at least take that. But at this point, by the time December rolls around, I'll probably be at you know, seven, eight weeks of time off. Like, why would I not say, okay, yeah. fuck it, I'm going to take that last couple weeks off. Yeah, I, I worked I work between the holiday this year, this past year. Um, the previous year I took off, and it was great because I think with, with weekends and the holidays that we actually had, I think I had like, 13 straight days off or something. That shit was fucking great. I didn't do it this year because I was only working half days and I was getting paid for four days. So I would go in for four hours and be out. So I didn't really give a fuck and I ain't had no plans. Like we were supposed to do a winter trip or something, but it got can't We canceled it. And then I was like, fuck it. I'll go to work. Um, but are we going to Chicago for New Year's. Oh, that's right. You are. So, so we don't have any uh, that's plan. current current winter winter plans. But that's like planned out and paid for. So oh, you you are definitely going. Yeah. There. So that's definitely happening. So like it makes sense for me to just take it at the very least that last have week. Have you been to Havana uh, Blue? 
Nope. Blue, I'm sorry, Blue Havana? Chicago? No, but I will be. Yeah. <laughs> like, last time I went to Chicago, I didn't even know about that shit. Yeah, so. so, yeah, when I go when I go at the, on, on uh, New Year's, yeah, I, I'll be there for sure. So Absolutely. Go to Blue Havana. You We're seeing Hamilton. So. Oh, yeah, Hamilton. That have you dope. seen Hamilton? I have not. She told me to tell you about Cats. Yeah. Well, I've seen did she cats. did she do that? Yeah, she did. She commented on that. Okay, yeah. She and I don't said, know if she commented. Tell Otis the cats is coming back. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, because I talked about because I seen cats years ago. Yeah, she yeah. said that you said it was great, and it I'm was. like, it was fucking dope, dude. Really? It was fucking dope, dude. It was. <laughs> I can't. Awesome, I can't. Dude. I can't. <laughs> you can. I don't even. I don't even want to go to Hamilton. But I'm like, okay. I hear Hamilton is awesome. I just I hear that too. My wife, she went. She went to because they had it here in March. My wife went she, to that. Okay, I remember your wife going, and then my wife, get, she couldn't get tickets. So she went to Chicago in April to see it, and she said it was awesome. Um, I, I'm going to go at some point, because I think they're they're ending it. Yeah, the the Chicago at the in New Year's is the last one. Yeah, so I, I might have to figure out somehow. Maybe I'll go to Chicago in, like, November or some shit. Uh, yeah, I got to figure well, it they, out. They might not be there in November. They'll probably be somewhere else. Hmm. So I guess but I they're get... ending it in Chicago on New Year's, so... so. Yeah, we're going to go to that. We already got the tickets. We, I think we already got the hotel. I'm not sure about that, though. But, yeah, I'll probably take that last week off, at least, Christmas and up to New Year's. And then I, I always take my birthday time off. My birthday falls on the same day as whatever day Christmas is. So, I always do that. So, I, I might rack up a little. I might use up a little bit of my time over the, the end of the year. But, like, I, I don't. I just want my time to be totally laid out. Like this past weekend, dog, man, one of the best weekends, dog, I've ever had. And it's not because. So my wife and my wife took her daughters to her mom's house in Canada. You said her daughters, like they ain't not joking. I did say her daughters, didn't I? <laughs> our uh, our daughters to Canada, and it it wasn't the fact that they weren't there that made it dope, but it was the fact that I got a lot accomplished. Like, cause I worked for like most of that day. Like they left maybe like one, two o'clock in the afternoon. And I spent most of that day working, like just trying to catch up on shit. But like catching up on shit at work is gratifying to me. And then, uh, Daryl came over and we watched fucking UFC. And then we watched those two boxing fights. The ones you, you, I watched yeah, the, you know, the ones we watched them two boxing fights. And then I went back inside and I'm thinking like, okay, now me and my wife, we can watch some shit. Because I was awake. Like, we can watch some shit. I wasn't even that drunk. Like, I had, like, moonshine and shit. Like, I was, but I was cool. So, I'm like, we're going to go inside. I'll watch, you know, you know, me and her can kick it for a little bit. I went inside. She was already upstairs in the bed. So, I'm like, shit. Let's keep the, let's keep the party going. <laughs> so, I kept drinking and shit. I'm like, and I was down there watching fucking uh, The Boys on Amazon. And I was watching... Uh, I don't, I don't remember what all I watched, but I was watching shit. I was up to like 2.30 in the morning just watching shit and drinking. And I'm like, man, this has been a great fucking day. I did something early Saturday, and I'm trying to remember what the fuck I do Saturday. I'm having a, I, I don't know if I end up watching the fight later on, uh, the fights later on that day. I ended up doing some shit early in the day. Uh, I'm hoping for I'm hoping for a repeat on Saturday. Like we go to the Dream Cruise, have our meetup, get our smokes in, get our drinks in, kick it, chill, have a good time, go home, fire up that UFC pay per view, watch that shit, possibly have some folks over, have a good oh, time. I'm I'm is, hoping Saturday the exact same. Yeah, I homeboy of mine had a housewarming slash just come see the house. One ain't real housewarming like that. Went to that. 
seen his crib. That was cool. Hung out. Then went to my niece's third birthday. Went to that. That was kind of funny because you're. <laughs> You ever see the the transition from the kids' party to an adult party happens? <laughs> like all of a sudden, like they had like this this blow up uh, blow up house that that was like a slide with water slide, so like a water party or whatever yeah. you call it. And that was going on. So then at some point, the cake and ice cream and it came, and then I see this half gallon of Hennessy hit the table. <laughs> I smell some good herb going on. I'm like, yeah. The, the adult party is transitioning. I'm like, but I don't really mess with her family. They're, they're, I don't. I don't really. I'm not. I don't know a lot of them. So, you know, it's my my brother's. You know, daughter's uh, mother's family and shit. So, I just brought my ass home, and then Tony came over. We started watching UFC. No oh, so. shit, my 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 wife's dad's side. You know how you know how my father in law oh, is. Yeah, yeah, he's on yeah. he's on turn up. Twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, yes. He come through. He come through. It's gonna be a party. Yeah, so I came back, and so yeah, Sunday, um, um, stepson stuff. But yeah, so I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm just looking forward to not being a working dog. Just work been crazy lately, and same. I'm just I'm just kind of over it. I, I've been waking same. up, man. Waking up in the morning, like man, can I really take off today? But I'm like, I can't. Cause I'm just gonna be fucking busy, so I can't do it. I so. can't. I can't do it. Not unplanned. Yeah, All I'll think about is how have, I'm fucking over everybody. Any, I don't have any uh, time off schedule until... Actually, I don't have any time off schedule until Italy in October. So... Uh, I'm probably going to... I'm probably going to put in tomorrow for, like, September... I don't know what the Thursday... The 4th and the 5th, and then... Are you planning on going to Smoke on the River? What the fuck is that? The uh, cigar event is going to be downtown. <clears throat> who's Who's cigar event? Uh, it's like a city. Well, Monique from the Loft mm-hmm. is is a part of it. La Casa is a part of it. It's kind of <laughs> like the 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 smoke events in Vegas. What is that? Huh? The twenty seventh September. Yeah, I'll probably go. And then the if Eddie's right, when that's the next day. Yeah, if Eddie's right, then Saka's gonna be here right after that. That's go that shit. That's gonna be a lit weekend. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to I'll talk to Ronnie when I go up there tomorrow and see what's popping with that. But that's that's the thing, or like now, if you throw that in there too, I'm definitely hundred percent taking Monday off work. Yeah. That's like September thirtieth or whatever. Monday, I'm you. taking that Monday off work. Dog. I'll, I'll go to that. And the the ticket on going to the the soccer event at, at Secreto that's pricey. But I yeah. saw what Eddie got from the last time for his two hundred dollar uh, entry well, fee, that and, that, and you get sticks. And yeah, so that's about two hundred bucks probably. And then that's but it's like you get like yeah three four hundred worth of shit and then exclusive shit and then the unreleased tic- shit and then the like come for on that, uh, smoking a river they started seventy five dollars. What do you get with it? Yeah, it's some cigars, drink tickets. We could talk See, about I that. I don't want to pay seventy five dollars for some fucking yeah, we could, we could that's rando the, that's, fucking the seventy five is not even with cigars. Okay, well that's a problem. Um, but that's the one I would rather pay for than paying extra. And I'd rather pay that and bring my own sticks and not have to worry about the giveaways from that. But we can talk about that offline. Um, yeah. I don't want to bore y'all guys with that. Yeah. Uh, but we'll wrap up. Uh, as much as we want you to listen to this episode, we really, really, really want you to check out Delvin's uh, episode tomorrow uh, or today with, with us on it. Absolutely. We, we will be pushing that um, as much as we push our, our current episode. And I uh, definitely want you to check it out. It was really good content. Um, 
Actually, listen to that one first. I don't care. Yeah, like, listen, listen to. The, the, I I really really like all of our all of our seven listeners or so. It's what I, it's what I should have. It's the performance that I should have put forth for episode two hundred two. Uh, so if you if you listen to episode two hundred two and you are like, man, I thought Mike was really gonna go in on this gun shit. Uh, <laughs> I make up for it on, on Delvin's podcast. So on two hundred two, we we talked about a lot of a lot of the 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 gun issues. Um, Mr. Monotone, uh, Jeff, you know, we, we cover a lot of stuff. So definitely catch up with 202 and definitely after that, check out Delvin's, uh, episode, which will be out tomorrow today. Uh, and we will be pushing that all week. So yeah, make sure I, you um, check that out for sure. Yeah. I, uh, I want to really, I re- I really want to push that one, but also like, it's it's not just about pushing his shit. It's about getting the content that I personally would have liked to have delivered in episode two hundred two that I didn't really feel like I got to deliver. So, um, if you really if you if you're really interested in my thoughts on that topic of gun control and gun violence and all that shit, um, I am thoroughly satisfied with the content that I provided on Delvin's podcast. Um, I, I did not leave that up. Ep- I left episode 202 feeling like I wish I had said more and I wish I had got my point points across. And I left Delvin's episode feeling like I touched on everything that I want to talk about. So definitely listen to that. The Delvin Cox experience. Subscribe to it if you haven't. Um, I became a patron while we were recording at $5 a month because fuck Otis. <laughs> no, because he said... I looked at the five dollar joint and it said you get like video episodes and shit. I, I didn't like, even I didn't even I look at the options. I just did the dollar and I was just like I was see what happens and shit. But now I was about to do the dollar and then I kept scrolling and I read the five dollar one. I, was I didn't like, even look at the options. You get like were. video podcasts and shit like that. I was like I'll do the five dollar joint. So I did the five five dollar joint while we were recording. Uh, but yeah, you know, listen to it, subscribe to it, become a patron, all that good shit. Um, his podcast is phenomenal, so fuck with it and. You know, feel free to hit us with feedback over the course of the next seven days about what you thought about this episode, uh, what you thought about uh, us on Delvin Cox episode, and we we will come back with um, obviously our own shit. But we're gonna record with the bearded idiots at some point, yeah. Um, and that will be uh, more than likely even more interesting than the one we just recorded. So listen to all that shit. Give us some feedback. Um, I'm ready for all the smoke because I said mad problematic shit. I probably said the word cunt like 10 times in that episode. He said like, I don't think anybody's ever said cunt on my episode, on my show. And I'm like, yeah, I've said it like 10 times. So I built up the quota. So, um, yeah, I say I say a lot of like wild inflammatory shit, it's, but it's it's comes from a good place. Like I'm not just like being wild just to be wild. I even said that at some point. I was like, I'm not saying these crazy words just to say crazy words is because I want to, I want to convey how I feel about people who hold these viewpoints. So it's, it's, it's a great episode, man. So listen to that. Uh, that should drop tomorrow, Thursday, today, whatever, whenever you hear this and, um, yeah, be prepared for a great episode and give us some feedback and we'll holler at y'all. Peace. Peace.